0: Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, Can You Lose It? And in this week's message we will be guided through the Word of God and shown the truth of whether or not someone can lose their salvation once they have been saved. The preacher will give ample evidence from the Bible That will prove the answer to this extremely important question. Because it is of supreme importance that everyone knows for sure where they are going when they die. But it is also mandatory that we know if we can lose that salvation. So we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. And if you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael.
1: Sometimes when you begin to compare your testimony to somebody else's, you can fall into that trap. And look, before you were saved, Satan sat on your shoulder and he said, "He said everything's okay. Don't worry about that." That preacher there is just bothering you, and those Christians are God bothering you, and everything's all right. You're okay. And then you get saved, and he gets in your face and says, "You're not saved." All of a sudden, he gets real religious. Well, a saved person wouldn't do that. What does he care? Martin Luther, back in the 1500s, used to wrestle with Satan about those things. And and he would just get belligerent back. He'd say, okay, Saint Satan. He recognized the fiery darts of the wicked for what they were. And he'd say, how are you doing with God? The devil would start telling him about some of his sins, and he'd He'd put out out a, a, a piece of paper and a scroll, and he'd write down a few more, and he'd say, here's Saint Satan, here's a few more you missed. He understood where that was coming from. And I think sometimes we as Christians, because the road to the cross can be subjective. One person answered an invitation during a church service. Another person got saved in their living room. I've led people to Christ on, on, on ice skates in a skating rink. They're just as saved as the other guy. Uh, the fellow that discipled me for some years before I went to Bible school was an ex-Jehovah Witness elder. He got saved sitting in his living room reading a King James Bible. He was there in John chapter 5, and he had been witnessed to over and over and over again, and he was stuck on this idea of salvation by works. But it finally all clicked for him. And when he got, he told me, he says, when I got saved, I slammed my fist down on that chair and cussed. (laughs) So I just don't think he's saved. Well, go tell him. I I don't know. So, you know, the next guy hears that and he goes, well, I didn't cuss when I got saved. Maybe I didn't get saved. (laughs) You see, it can get pretty ridiculous, can't it? Let me show you when a person gets saved. Keep your hand here in 1 John chapter 5. Go to Romans chapter 6. We're we're dealing with a parallel issue, and it's worth dealing with because it's something that I watch Christians wrestle with a lot. By the way, while you're turning there, I'll say this as well. For those of us that got saved out of the world, we got saved a little bit later. I I was 18. That's not real late, but... Relative to most people getting saved, usually get saved somewhere by the time they're 12. Statistics bear that out. And for people that get saved later on, the change is pretty dramatic. I say I barely got saved. There's a lot of things the Lord had to help me with, but I was saved. I could see the difference. It was dramatic enough for me. A young man in one of my Bible studies not too long ago on Friday morning made this comment, he he got saved, he accepted Christ when he was five. How many of you here this morning, you, you accepted Christ as your Savior before you were 10 years old? Would you raise your hand? That's at least half, okay? Let me say something to you. Here's what he said that really, really opened my eyes to something. He said, I got saved at the age of five, but he said I did most of my sinning after I was saved. That's a fair statement, isn't it? I mean, really, how much awful sin can you get into before you're five? Right? And so what happens to some of you that are second-generation Christians is you get saved young. God didn't save you out of some of the sin he saved us out of, but he saved you from a lot of sin. And by the way, I would value that testimony if I were you. Too often, Christians get hung up on this thing. Well, you know, if I wasn't saved out of a street gang or I wasn't running with Al Capone, it's not dramatic enough. Folks, some of us that wallowed in the hog pen of sin that still have a lot of the scars of that with us to this day wish we had your testimony. So don't undervalue that. But what can happen to you is what What this young man expressed, and and it just was so well put. He said, I did most of my sinning after I got saved, so I spent a lot of time doubting my salvation. Can you see how that would happen? Look at uh, Romans chapter 6. Look at verse 17. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart, that form of doctrine which was delivered you. A man or a woman or a young person gets saved when from the heart they believe that form of doctrine, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Salvation by grace through faith. For by grace are ye saved through faith in that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I said to you, I didn't answer an invitation. There was no invitation to answer. No, no one our church didn't have that. Like I said, I wish they had. But I, I point to August of 1973 when God had over a six month period brought me from a place where I had been trusting in sacraments and confession to a priest and the ritual of the Mass and my confirmation, and all of those things in the aggregate to to get me to heaven, sort of, because you're never sure. If you ever try to get to heaven by religion, you're never sure, because you never know if you've done enough, and it took God six months of the preaching of the word of God and the tireless witnessing efforts of other Christians around me to bring me to a place where Romans 6, verse 17 was operational in my life, and I just said, yep, that's it. It's by God's grace, I'm trusting Christ. From the heart. I believe we give an invitation, some people come forward, they pray, they get saved. I think we give an invitation, some people come forward, they already got saved in their seat. I believe some people, we give an invitation, they come forward, they pray a prayer, they go back to their seat, they're still lost. Fair statement? Why? Because what has to take place is in the heart. you got to come to grips with the fact there's nothing you can do to save yourself, and only Jesus Christ is your Savior, and by faith you receive him. That's when you get saved. It's not about whether you still know whether the color of the carpet when you got saved or the exact time or who was standing there and said what to who's a or what's a. It's did you from the heart. Believe that form of doctrine that was delivered you. And then people go, well, yeah, but I don't know when that happened. Let me ask you a question. Does it matter? Does it matter? Are you a new creature in Christ? Do you have two natures? Huh? Does it bother you to sin? Do you have a desire to be around God's people? There's the fruit of being a new creature in Christ. The fact that you don't know exactly the moment it happened is not the critical issue. The fact that it happened is the critical issue. Now let's talk about if you can lose it. Take your Bibles and turn to 1 John chapter 5. First question we have to answer is, what is it? We're going to talk about losing something. It would be a good idea to know what it is we're talking about losing. Amen? So the first question is, what is it? 1 John chapter 5 and verse 12. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. You know what I notice about that verse? All one-syllable words. Folks, there are some things in the Bible that are hard to be understood, but thank God salvation is not one of them. Every single one of those words is a one-syllable word. Now look at verse 13. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may what? Know that ye what? Have eternal life and that you may believe in the name of the son of god eternal life is a present possession he that hath the son hath life you you talk to people all the time are you saved they go i hope so i try to be i do the best i can okay how about this one are you married i hope so i try to be I do the best I can well no you're married or you're not married and you're saved or you're not saved this morning and if you're saved you have eternal life that you may know that you have eternal life it's a present possession it's a no-so salvation now ask yourself a question if it's eternal life and you have it then how long does eternal life last We want
0: to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Can You Lose It? by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has brought biblical evidence that a person who has truly accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior cannot lose that salvation. Once a person is saved, they are accepted in the Beloved. They are sealed by the Holy Spirit. And they are secure in jesus christ himself the gospel of john is very clear that no man can be plucked from jesus's hand or from the hand of god the father once they are saved but if you don't know for sure that jesus christ is your savior then we encourage you to contact the offices of treasure valley baptist church and we will gladly help in any way we can and as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast if you would like to hear this or other messages by pastor DeMichael. michael feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. And you can also visit our YouTube page and follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have an evening service at 5.45, And of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at
1: Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.